Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Hey, everyone. It's that time of year again. Time for gathering with your family and friends, eating a little too much, and then getting all cozy in your bed just to get carried off in a sack by a fork-tongued demon with hooves. That's right, friends. It's that special time of year when the Krampus comes out. I'm Elise Parisian, and this is a special holiday episode of Unspookable. Now, the Krampus is technically a Christmas monster, and here at Unspookable, we know a lot of you celebrate many different holidays. So if you haven't yet heard about the Krampus, consider this your warning. Who is the Krampus, exactly? Have you ever thought to yourself, hmm, I wish that parents around the world would come up with more ways to try and scare their children into being good? Well, if you didn't think that all of the boogeymen we talked about in our Slenderman episode were enough, We've got this special holiday version for you. The Krampus is described by many as half goat and half demon. He has a dark, furry body, long goat horns, and walks upright on cloven hooves. He announces his presence with the jingling of bells and the rattling of chains that he carries with his basket or sack that's used to cart away naughty children. Sometimes he carries a bundle of birch sticks to hit bad kids with. In Eastern European folklore, the Krampus is kind of like Santa's evil alter ego. We get the tradition of Santa Claus from St. Nicholas, an early Christian bishop who lived around the year 300 in the ancient Greek city of Myra. St. Nicholas loved to give people presents. The story goes that after his parents died, he gave away all of their wealth to the needy and began a tradition of anonymously giving gifts. Though, as a Christian saint, he was also known for other things in his work with the church, the most popular stories about him were about the presence. Down the line, the idea of a kind man who travels around to give presents to children morphed into St. Nick in regions of Europe, and then into Santa Claus. Many people around the world now embrace the tradition of Santa Claus, whether or not they celebrate Christmas for religious reasons. After all, who doesn't love a good present? But if you were a child in the Alpine mountain regions of Europe, especially Austria, starting around the 1700s, you would probably have been told that if you were good all year, St. Nicholas would bring you a present around his feast day, December 6th. But if you were naughty, at the same time that St. Nicholas visited children's houses, the Krampus would also be out, ready to take you away. Wow, that's a lot worse than the lump of coal some of us were promised for being bad. Of course, many adults got a kick out of this story. When holiday greeting cards became popular in Germany and other countries in Europe in the late 1800s, it was common to find cards that pictured screeching children being carried away by this hairy figure with the words, Greetings from Krampus, 
written in swirly script. Many cities and towns in the Alpine region still have festivals where people dress up as the Krampus. These performances can range from fun and silly to honestly pretty scary. Some Krampuses may present birch sticks as a joke to kids they deem naughty. But in some processions, the Krampus drags real chains with him and asks children to say a prayer in order to be rid of him. The western Austrian state of Tyrol in the Alps hosts one of the biggest and most dedicated festivals for the Krampus. Their Krampuslauf, or Krampus run, has events that span from November all the way until 12 days after Christmas. Many parades in Tyrol feature not only Krampus costumes, but people dressed as the Krampus's Perkton, his mischievous elfin helpers, like American traditions of the Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York City or Mardi Gras in New Orleans, or big events like the running of the bulls in Pamplona, Spain, or even Oktoberfest in Germany. The Krampus's parade attracts lots of dedicated participants. Different parade clubs in Tyrol spent months planning their costumes, marching formations, and various parties along the route. These days, word of the Krampus has spread beyond festivals in Europe. A movie was made about the Krampus in the U.S. just a few Christmases ago. And there are many cities in the U.S. that host their own Krampus runs. San Francisco and Los Angeles have 5K races where participants dress up as the Krampus and compete. Washington, D.C. hosts a Krampusnacht, or Krampus Night Party, and Philadelphia has its own parade as well. Given the ever-increasing popularity of this so-called bad Santa, perhaps those of us who don't live in the European Alps can expect to see some Krampuses running through our neighborhoods soon. No matter what you celebrate, Unspookable wishes you a happy, healthy, and Krampus-free holiday season. Krampus should have no reason to visit your house anyway, right? You've all been good this year. At least, I hope you have. Thanks for listening to the Unspookable Holiday Special. I'm your host, Elise Parisian. This episode was written by Eleanor Riley Condit with myself and Nate Dufort. Produced and edited by Nate Dufort. Our theme song and additional music composed by Jesse Case. Our logo was created by Natalie Kewen. We are all hard at work on the second season of Unspookable. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any special announcements or bonus content. And if you enjoyed the show, make sure you tell your friends. You can leave us a rating and a review in your podcast player of choice or share an episode on social media. Speaking of social media, did you know that Unspookable is on Twitter? Look for us at I'm Unspookable. Have an idea for a future episode? Want to reach out about a potential partnership or sponsorship? You can contact the Unspookable team at soundsandkinmedia at gmail.com. Unspookable is part of the Soundsington Audio Network, committed to making quality programming for young audiences and the young at heart. For more information on our shows and the people behind them, go to www.soundsingtonmedia.com. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now.